Good evening and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk. AM 1130, FM 103.5 and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. Make sure you download that iHeartRadio app. You can search News Talk 1130 and listen live or you can also search Outdoor Adventures and catch up on any past episodes you missed. It's been kind of uh, off and on here for me, Stan Poggle, and my host. Chris Kudak because got a lot of football stuff coming on Kudak. Uh, we got the big Vikings game coming up tomorrow, so um, we got a shortened show here till about five thirty. But we're going to squeeze in everything we can because uh, I know last week we were off as well. So be getting into some things that coming up. Uh, some guests we'll have uh, here in the coming weeks as well. But I want to bring in my uh, co-host Chris Kudak right now. How are we doing, buddy? Not too bad, not too bad. Another nice nice day in Minnesota. Oh, come nice on. Day. It's not that nice. It's two degrees oh, out. The sun was shining all afternoon. It was close, <laughs> zero, freezing. The birds were froze solid to the trees. What more can you ask for? Well, you were in the uh, comforts of your own home, from what I sound. You, I heard uh, you are ditched out on your buddies. You were going to go ice fishing, but I heard it was just a little too uh, harsh out there for you. You're, you're kind of getting soft in your old age, it sounds like. No, no, me and the turtle, we uh, we rigged up a few fishing rods this afternoon, and we're going to, uh, the kids don't have school on Monday, so we're going to watch the football game tomorrow, and then uh, we're going to go fishing on Monday. Sounds good, and the fishing uh, has been good, and that's something uh, we are going to be talking about, though, because a lot of people, they just kind of go sit in one spot, and one thing I wanted to kind of pick your brain on, and we can uh, talk with the listeners, too, if you'd like to call in, 651 651- Nine eight nine five eight five five. And one thing I wanted to get into, um, probably in the next segment here, maybe even this one, but uh, making the move for walleyes and and other species uh, during the day, because I know a lot of people, especially with the with the uh, wheelhouses, you know, they kind of hunker down, and you get a little bit of a bite in the morning, you get a little bit of a bite in the evening, or vice versa, and then you're kind of sitting there the rest of the day, which for a lot of people is okay too. But you know, if you really want to uh, Get more action on the end of your uh, tip there. You got. It sounds like you got to move a little more. Yeah, you know, I, you know, a lot of the guys with the big wheelhouses, they're, uh, they're, you know, they plop on top of a flat or on the edge of a flat. Some of them they hit it right and they catch a few fish. Me, I like to take the portable out and, and move around with the portable and, you know, go back to the big house at night and, and do the night thing. But, you know, you, you move around, find a school of fish, and and, and stay on top of them. Yeah, so we'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, the first thing I wanted to mention here on today's show of Outdoor Adventures is one thing I, that bothers me when I'm out fishing, and I'm sure it's different in certain areas. Now, we live where the beautiful, I live where the beautiful people live. That's why you don't live there, Kudak. But um, you're just too ugly to be living where I'm living. Well, yeah, that's why you got the problems with, you know, cars driving by your fish house, guys yep. your holes around your house, the snowmobiles mm-hmm. running into your house. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about, is this the general etiquette? Now, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's getting worse, it's getting worse. But, I mean, there's, I know just with littering in general, I remember growing up as a kid, I'm not that old, so, you know, 30 years ago, and there used to be trash all over the highway and and then the road ditches and couches and chairs and mattresses and you name it, you know, where that has obviously kind of gone, gone by the wayside, so to speak, and um with with the littering but still the etiquette on the ice is just a thing i was out the other day let's see what night was that i believe it was wednesday so it was that one of those warm days 
It had been warm for a couple of days, and there was a good inch of water. And there were cars and or trucks. They had to be going at least 30, if not 40 miles an hour across the lake through these water puddles. And for one, you're stupid because if, you, if the ice opened up or cracked or heaved or anything like that, you're not going to have time to stop and you're going in. And for two, it ruins the ice for everybody else. Well, if, you're, if you if you think about it, when you're going that fast, that water is moving under that ice. Mm-hmm. It's got a under that ice. That ice could, you know, you got a crack or some weak ice, it's going to open up. That's why everybody blocks. they got a speed limit, 5, 10 miles an hour. That's all they want you to drive. They want you to take your time and follow the roads, the marked trails. And, and I was fishing on Lake Stad the other day, and I, I, I'll bring this up to you, that we were out there for five days in a row, me and Road Kill and we got in this, we, the, the lake is on fire with the big sunfish. Gentleman pulled up alongside of me as we were leaving here the other night and caught a sunfish. That covered the five-gallon pail at the bottom of the pail. It was a, it was a two-pound sunfish. And I had him take it into the local bait store, and uh, they measured it and weighed it. And the local guy at the bait store looked at him and said, you didn't catch that over on that lake, did you? And the guy at the bait store thought this guy knew me. Mm-hmm. The guy didn't know me. I mean, I just met him. He walked over and showed us the fish that he caught. Like I said, he was fishing right next to me. He was he come pulling in oh, a half hour and fished there, and we heard him yelling and whooping and hollering in the fish house. <laughs> and as we were loaded up to get that, we were done. We were going home. His meanwhile, his buddy was saying, "Shut the heck up!" <laughs> well, he walked over and showed me the sunfish, and I thought well, I thought we had some dandies, but this one here. Was it dandy? I told him. I said, if, that, if I was you, that would be going on my wall. I said that was that's one in a million sunfish right there. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, we've been we've been over to this lake now. That's where we're going. I'm going back probably uh, oh, a few times next week. And the, the sunfish are on fire over there. And, and I've talked to some guys that are fishing other lakes south of Mille Lacs, over off Highway 65. Some some lakes over there that are doing real well on crappies and sunfish. So the lakes are on fire. Relaxed. The guys are doing good on walleye. I mean, if a guy's, you know, a lot of these resorts during the week, you know, if you're looking for a house, Terry's Boat Harbor's got specials during the week. Dickie's got specials during the week. I think Agate Bay's got yep. specials during the week. You know, if you if you want to go fishing, now's the time to go fishing. During the week, there's not many people out there, and you can have fun. You can catch a lot of fish. Well, that's another thing we were talking about the etiquette here earlier. And when you get out there, you know, people are in such a hurry. You know, I heard Mille Lacs was just a zoo here this last weekend, and I could see why because, you know, it was late ice, and then we had a little bit of warm-up, and, you know, they weren't letting people out really until last week, you know, with the bigger trucks and the bigger wheelhouses. So, um, but that goes back to the etiquette thing. You know, like you said, most of the resorts say, you know, a 10-mile-an-hour speed limit, you know, and... I look at it differently than the speed limits on the highway. You know, you you can you can uh, finagle a little bit, five ten miles an hour going down the highway or the interstate. But the reason they have those speed limits so low is to protect the ice, so you can get back off or you your buddy can get back on later in the day. And the and the more you abide by that, the the better the ice is going to be. But I know especially here, and I know when I was up at uh, Malax here a couple of weeks ago. I mean. Every person dang near was going over this limit what they had posted. Yeah, and I mean a lot of these guys now, you know, we, we got ice, and you got these guys with the big trucks with the wheelhouses, and they're you know we don't have a lot of snow on the ice up there. I mean, there's some drifts here, some drifts there, but you can travel with a four wheel drive about anywhere you want to go. And these guys are 
They're going out to the mud. They're going here. They're going there. They're not following roads. And, you know, you're going to get in trouble. I mean, that's why the resorters plow the roads and they check that ice. They stake the, they stake the roads. You know, the, ro- the roads would stake. So, you know, they know what, the, what good ice is. So, I mean, you're better off going going talk to the resorter or the bait store, Bill Lundin or whoever, uh, up at Garrison and Garrison Sports or, or any of them guys. And, and, you know, talk to them because they know what the ice is like. I mean, you're driving up from the city. You have no idea what you're driving on. Ice is never safe. I mean, you can, you know, granted, it's, it's, we got, we've had all this cold weather, but you're still going to find some spots where it's bad ice. Yeah. And it's kind of been an odd year with the, with the really cold, cold weather. It froze relatively uh, quickly. And then we did get that little warm spell and now it's super cold again. So that ice is moving quite a bit. I noticed. Nancy Kep, she posted one up on Minnewaska. Somebody thought, oh, I can make it across this ice heave. Well, they didn't quite make it across that ice heave. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, before I forget, our condolences go out to Mike Coldfront Curry. His mom passed away this week. Yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, sorry to hear about your mother. Be in stand to do anything, let us know. Yeah, hang in there, uh, Coldfront. It uh, can only uh, get better from here, so our condolences going out to our friend uh, Mike Coldfront Curry, and we'll probably have to have him on the show and uh, harass him here a little bit in the coming weeks, too, because I know the mentored turkey hunts registration I saw is coming up for that, and um, today is the Take a Kid Fishing Weekend, too, so we can talk about that uh, a little bit more in the second half of the show. Once again, we have uh, some NFL football coming up at 5.30, also go for hockey coming your way at 6.30 here tonight. And, uh, of course, Kudak, we have to talk a little bit of Vikings, too, before we get to the bottom of the hour here. So you're listening to Outdoor Adventures here on News Talk. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, too. I have some great videos up there harassing my buddy Kudak, uh, some pictures of all the fish I've caught while Kudak's been sitting in the house watching, you know, soap operas and The Price is Right and all that stuff. So make sure you check that out as well. We'll be back with one more segment here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the Final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 in the iHeartRadio app. Search Outdoor Adventures there, and you can find all our past and present episodes. Also, you can hit the follow button, and then you'll get a notification anytime we post some new material there. Stan Poggle here, your host and co-host uh, Chris Kudak, joining me as always uh, from his posh estate up there. Uh, near Malax, we'll just say we'll keep that a secret, Kuduk, because we know all the uh, groupies out there will be banging on your door. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but as you were talking about etiquette, here's one for you. We're sitting, we're sitting on on Lake Stanley there the other day, and a gentleman pulls up with his car and gets out. He takes his old auger that he's got from the 1930s. That sounds like a a semi with the Jake brake on going through town, and this guy starts. Auger and holes between five fish houses. What was that? And, and, and I mean, prime time fishing. And here this guy, and I bet he augered thirty holes. Mm-hmm. And, and it was nice and warm up. And there was you know, there's holes all over where we're fishing that other people have augered that you know you just had to skim them out mm-hmm. and you could have fished them. Well, he had to be five feet closer though. And but oh you know, yeah, but this guy had to he had to run two tanks of gas out of this auger. 
Then he sets his auger down by these other guys' permanent houses, walks all the way over to his first hole. He starts fishing. He fished two holes, got in his vehicle, drove over, picked up his auger, and left. <laughs> got a little too cold for him, huh? No, it was. It, I, I, I mean, it was. It was forty degrees outside. <laughs> but the, you know, I, I, I couldn't figure it. But and then, you, then, then I'm laughing because here's here's a guy who got his wheelhouse out there, a buddy of mine, and some people plopped four wheelhouses right around him, and I can guarantee you he could open the door and spit in every one of these guys' windows. That's how close they were. I mean. You you had to crawl over these other houses to get into his house, and I I, I I couldn't believe it. I mean, when you're fishing, you know, a big body of water, I don't care, a little body of water, you don't you don't go put up on, on top of somebody. You give them yep. you know forty fifty feet or whatever yep. sixty. I mean, well, you some people I think the I think the rule is only I believe like ten feet, isn't it, or twenty? But I mean, at the same time, use a little bit of common courtesy and, like you say, don't just pop right on top of them. Well, put it like this. You put all the houses there, you get a bunch of snow, and you start augering holes, you're going to flood the house on them. Yep. I, mean, I mean, or, you know, I've known guys that people have done that to them, and they took the plow, put their plows, and they plowed these guys in, and they, just, they couldn't get to their, <laughs> they had to shovel for a week to get into their house. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to have common courtesy when you're doing stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. And, and we better, before we forget, Steve Panazza's birthday was this week. Yep. Uh, 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 who else was it? Uh, the owner of Clam's birthday, Dave Osborne's birthday this week. I mean, a lot of birthdays this week. So, everybody, happy birthday, and you know, have a good 2018, and hopefully the fish will bite for everybody. Yeah, exactly. They've even been biting for me as of late, uh, as hard as it is to believe. But uh, let's get into some events coming up here, Kudak, because we're running out of time here. We'll have a little more time to BS here towards the end of the show. But the big Take a Kid Fishing weekend is this weekend, and it actually goes through Monday this year due to the Martin Luther King holiday. So uh, anybody 16 or older can fish without a license if they bring a kid that is under 16, so 15 or under. So, I mean, it is pretty cold out there this weekend, but, you know, it's it's a time where you can get out there and experience something and you don't have to make the the investment of the license and, and uh, all that. So maybe a good time for people to go out and give it a shot because, like you say, a lot of people are like your buddy up there that was drilling all those holes around you. You, you can usually almost find a hole anywhere if you uh, follow the crowd. Oh yeah, and I mean, if you got you're going to go out to a lake and there's guys out there fishing, somebody will auger you some holes. If you tell them you're taking a kid fishing, somebody will go out and auger you a couple of holes, or maybe even invite you into their fish house or or whatever. I mean, the fishermen are pretty good people, especially ice fishermen. You know, they'll they'll maybe even feed you. Who knows? I mean, you <laughs> you might get a guy, you might run into a guy like Mike Rogers. He'll take you to your fish house. He'll feed you. Probably take you to McDonald's when he's done. Oh yeah, he's he's one of the more generous uh, ice fishermen out there. I mean, you just go up. He'll let you use his auger. He'll probably have a couple extra rods and reels because I mean, he really can only handle one rod anyway at a time because I mean, he's got to focus on that one. He can't really pay attention to both of them. Well, usually he's got a sandwich and a pop in the other hand, or <laughs> or you know he's gapping or doing something, you know. Half the time he's he's worried about other things than fishing anyway. So well, that and he's got to look after uh, Lunker Luke too once in a while. So you know that that isn't no easy feat either. Well, I think Lunker Luke is having some problems now that 
Green Bay is no longer, you know, in the running for anything. So rumor has it he's walking around with the Vikings shirt around Anoka with the Vikings hat with, with pom-poms, and he's cheered for the Vikings now. He's uh, done for Green Bay to the Vikings now. Oh, boy, we are going to hear it from those two uh, come here next week on Outdoor Adventures. But uh, plenty of things happening. I mean, it's almost like July. It is January, but as far as things to see and do, in Minnesota, when it comes to the outdoors, there's just as much going on now in January than there is come July. Uh, we got the Sportsman Show that's coming up next weekend. So if you're looking for a resort or a you know a summer vacation coming up, you're ready to plan that. That's a great place. I mean, there's tons and tons and tons of uh, resorts and and campgrounds and fly-ins and and guides and captains and boaters and pretty much anything you can find so that's coming up uh next week i believe it's at the convention center um the boat show you can uh get down there that's going on through tomorrow and i know it's always fun for me to go down there and uh dream a little bit but if you're looking for a new boat or uh, maybe a boat club you can go check out the boat show and uh just kind of brighten your day because when it's two degrees out three degrees out uh, looking at a boat can put a big smile on your face oh you bet and, and you know there's there's fishing contests everywhere. I mean, this this week they had some contests. Next week they got a bunch of contests on Mille Lacs. You go go to the Mille Lacs tour or get outdoor newspaper, outdoors weekly. You know, they at the back of the papers they got all the contests for what's going on. You know, this month, next month, or whatever. Uh, the Big Brainer JCs is coming up on the 27th. I will be up there with the big wheelhouse in my truck, doing a little PR work up there. You know, stop by and see me and. We'll have a good time up there. I'll be there Friday and Friday afternoon with the big wheelhouse and and all now day I, Saturday. Now, now I heard you're emceeing for that event. Do they realize that they uh, need to be done by midnight? Well, I don't know if I'll be emceeing. I might be up there just you know doing a little talking here and there, and you know. But I'll, I'll be over by the by the big wheelhouse and you know I'll be walking around. I'm gonna get a bunch of pictures. I got I got a couple people that are coming with me that's gonna. Gonna take pictures and plaster them on our our web page, so and, our, and they'll be sending them to you on your phone, so you can take the pictures what you want and put on there. But oh, great! So basically, what you're saying is you're gonna go up and have a whole bunch of fun up there in Brainerd. You're gonna hit the big party Friday night. You're gonna have your big fancy ice fishing house with uh, all the nice heat and lights and windows, so you can party there. And then you're gonna. Pretend you're working on Saturday during the Brainerd JC's ice fishing contest, and then you're going to send me all these. Well, you're not going to send me because you don't know how to send an email or a picture. But your your little cronies you have following you around, your little uh, fan club, they're going to be sending me all this work down to me to take care of. I got them. I've Typical. already talked to them. They're coming up Friday. They will be sending you pictures on their tablets or whatever they got or their phones. They'll be sending you to our Facebook and to you, so you can do whatever you want. But we will have a lot of pictures of what's going on at the Brainerd JCs deal. We will have pictures from Friday night into Saturday to the when it's done. Yep. And here, here's the thing. We were out fishing on, 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 your, on Lake Stanley there the other day, and we had our cage rolls. Yep. And there's probably two feet of ice, foot and a half ice. And I'll tell you what. With no gas, and I bet I drove, I don't know, 15 holes. I was. They wrote, you probably drove 10 or 15. No smell, no nothing. I mean, these things work so good. They're so quiet. You got the JT rods, and I was laughing about the JT rods because 
I was watching this one guy. The, the sunfish were biting so so light that that you had to watch your spring bobber. Well, I got the June JT rods with that spring bobber, and I'll tell you what: when that little spring bobber moved, I set the hook, and I mean, he. I watched this guy miss I don't know how many fish, and he's watching me catch them. I had eight of them laying on the floor of the fish house, and he had zero. And he goes, "How are you doing that?" With you know, we had, I was using the tungsten jigs from custom jigs and spin, and got a little diamond on it. Got the front of it, yep. and these sunfishes were just smacking this thing. I mean, it is. Finally, I, I ended up giving him my under JT rod, and I showed him how to do it. Now he's catching them. Oh, and those spring bobbers! Catch- there's nothing better. I have those on uh, pretty much every rod I have. I have, I have spring bobbers on because even with the walleye, sometimes they just have the slightest bite, and that thing just twitches, and bam, you got them. Yeah, I mean, it's with the technology, the stuff they got out now. You know, I, I'm running that FL20, and I'll tell you what, that 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 is a heck of a nice shooting. You can mark the fish. I mean, it, it's uh, unbelievable what you can see on them, on them units. couple of minutes to go here, buddy, but I want to mention again, uh, the Waconia ride-in is coming up here in a couple of weeks, the 26th through the 28th, I believe it is, and that is out on Lake Waconia, kind of in my neck of the woods, and this year, and you probably remember these a little bit better, but I remember seeing a couple uh, when I was growing up, but remember when Mercury used to make snowmobiles? Oh, you bet. So that's going to be the theme for the Waconia ride-in. So anybody out there that has an old Mercury snowmobile, pack that thing up and bring it out. They're good. There's going to be, like, I think they said close to a 1,000 riders, and they have uh, vintage rides where it's just the vintage drivers. Then they also have ones for the public that you can join the vintage riders and they go on like a 10, 15-mile-an-hour cruise around uh, the lake and the area there with trails around Lake Waconia. And uh, there's vendors out there, beer tents, food tents. Sounds like a, right up your alley, Kuda, because it's too bad you're going to be up on Brainerd. So maybe I'll have to get some pictures down at uh, Waconia that same weekend. You're up in Brainerd, and uh, we can compare notes. Well, you know, I got that uh, 1999 Arctic Cat in the shed that's got only about 400 miles on it that's been covered up since, oh, I don't know, I, I think I did. The kids drove it to school a few times. The other mm-hmm. hand has been in my shed. It's a brand-new machine, so maybe I can get that out of mothballs and you can see if you can blow that up for me. Yeah, why don't you bring it down? I'll do my best. You know, I'll just, you know, forget to put some oil in it, uh, you know, maybe slice the track a couple of times, put some uh, put some uh, studs on there and just let her rip. Well, I think it's already got studs on it, so you don't need that. Okay, so that is coming up, and I talked to the guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll have them on the show here next week. So uh, tune in next week to Outdoor Adventures for an update on the uh, Waconia ride and the vintage snowmobile run coming up in a couple of weeks out there on Lake Waconia. We got to go, Kudak. What, who do you got for the Vikings game tomorrow? Vikings. Uh, I got the Vikings by two touchdowns. Yeah, I think they're going to do it too. I'm going to go uh, twenty-eight to. I'm going to go 28-13. What the hell? Yeah, I, I, I think the Vikings, if the defense show up, I think they got them. Sounds good, buddy. You enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll chat with you here again next week. All right. Talk to you later. That's legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle, reigning two-time bottle bass champion. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. We've got NFL football coming up next and also go for hockey coming up at 630 right here on Twin Cities News Talk. AM 1130 in the iHeartRadio app.